Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Becoming a member at Navy Federal Credit Union could help you to earn more and save more. Their certificate options could earn you more than standard savings accounts with competitive rates. Not all financial institutions offer you as many choices for savings options as Navy Federal does. For example, you can start... Your savings journey with a low minimum deposit, add money at any time, and watch your savings grow. Thanks to flexible terms, you can use Navy Federal savings options for all kinds of goals, short or long term. Navy Federal also offers equity loan options to help you get the funds you need to consolidate high interest debt, work on home improvements, or cover any of life's big expenses. To learn more, visit NavyFederal.org. At Navy Federal, their members are the mission. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, equal housing lender, membership required. Terms and conditions apply, loan subject to approval. Here at How to Money, we're always encouraging listeners to think about some of the different ways they can earn some money on the side to reach their financial goals. And guess what? While you're away, your home could also earn extra income. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. Yeah, hosting is a lot easier than you might think, and you don't need to Airbnb a whole house. You can just host your extra spare room. So consider becoming an Airbnb host, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I am Matt. And today we're discussing invasive inflation, tax filing advice, and credit bureau ineptitude. You know, when you say tax filing advice, it makes it kind of puts me on edge a little bit. I'm like, oh, like you're going to take advice from us. But then I remember that's what we do every week <laughs> here on the show. We're we basically give advice a lot. We're, we're talking about how we would go about doing these things. This is a podcast for entertainment. But of course, hopefully you take some of the knowledge uh, that you learn from listening to Joel and I talk and you are able to apply it to your own life. Yes, that's the goal. And, well, and we're not against seeking professional advice. That's one of the things we've talked about, too, especially when it comes to taxes. We'll talk about that in, in a minute when we do t- uh, give some of our own <laughs> tax advice and kind of detail what's happening this time of year totally. with the IRS. Things are not looking good. But, Matt, before we get to that, let's let's recap, actually, uh, the our How to Money giveaway giveaway, which the we cash did. cash money giveaway giveaway. That's right. The cash money giveaway giveaway. And basically what we did at the end of last year, if you if you um, were not privy to or you don't remember us talking about it, we- Or if you're new. Or if you're new here, we gave away $1,000 of our own money, uh, $100 to 10 different listeners, because we wanted 
our listeners to do good in their community to give that money away and do something awesome with it. Thus, giveaway, giveaway. Yeah, yeah, we're giving it away so that you can give it away. And the the great thing is, Matt, some of those results have rolled in from uh, the winners. They've told us kind of where they gave that money, and so we just want to kind of like share that with with everybody and there uh there were a few places that i thought were especially cool where some of that money ended up there's a nonprofit boxing gym in a low income community in california some money went there there's a nonprofit called cooperative for education which is breaking the cycle of poverty in guatemala through education yeah that was pretty cool yeah there's uh the cystic fibrosis foundation of central texas and there were more than that too there was one that i thought was cool nature conservancy yeah a, a nonprofit one that someone gave to that, that's attempting to help connect kids to uh, to scientists through oh, like the, yeah the pre pen pals basically yeah pre scientists like pen pal basically you get to receive letters and write letters to kids who are looking to enter into steam or stem fields uh, there was one too called farm to pantry yeah. where uh, this this group they rescue produce from farms that's destined for the landfill and they are able to give that produce away they're able to give away those vegetables and that fruit in twenty twenty they rescued over 200,000 pounds of produce wow. uh, that they were able to give away. That was an organization. I, I think that was in Sonoma. But yeah, thank you to everyone who participated in this giveaway. Thank you for commenting and sharing the organization that you were interested in giving to. Hopefully you are able to support them no matter what. Uh, but either way, I think this is just a great way to get the word out as a lot of these different organizations depend on charity, depend on our giving, um, especially at the end of the year, at the end of 2021. They're trying to do that final push. Yeah. And of course, we're glad to hear that the How to Money Giveaway Giveaway winners were able to do that as well. Uh, and look out for more of these in the future. This is something that we hope to continue to do in different ways. But it was really fun just to be able to Venmo and cash out <laughs> people a <laughs> uh, hundred bucks. It was a fun way to end 2021. Uh, now we know what you know what Oprah feels like. <laughs> She's like, you, you get a hundred dollars. Only on a much smaller scale, right? But yeah, no, exactly. I agree. It was fun. And, and hopefully we can do more of that in the future. I Totally. It was, it was really cool to see the organizations that that money went to. And I feel more connected to some of those organizations. Absolutely. And I did not know that most of those organizations even existed. So the fact that they're on my radar is cool too. Totally. But, uh, Matt, let's move on. Let's get to the Friday flight. And it's basically a quick sampling of stories we found interesting this week that have to do with your personal finances. First one, let's get to tax season. It's, That's right. It's going to be here. here before you know it. Yeah, basically, I mean, basically it's here. <laughs> yeah, it's basically landed at our doorstep. And you know, we, we here at How to Money have been fans of the fact that lots of folks can file their taxes for free on the IRS, the on their free file website. Mm-hmm. And they uh, actually just announced free file is officially open as of today. The, yeah, today, January 14th. If you're a go-getter, right. like go make it happen. <laughs> go file go file your taxes uh, today if you're if you're that kind of person. Me, I'm more of a procrastinator, Matt, so probably not going to happen today Wait for me. Wait till the 11th hour <laughs> if you do. Yeah, not, not, not quite April 15th necessarily. But uh, yeah, the, the IRS sadly doesn't do a great job of publicizing this the the free file system so most people don't know about it and we'll, we'll put a link to it in our show notes but it's one of those things that everybody should know about because you can file your taxes yeah. for free if you are in a certain income bracket right if you make under seventy three thousand dollars a year adjusted gross income but uh, yeah there are going to be fewer companies participating in free file this year we wanted to mention that as well TurboTax just announced that they're going to be out of it H&R Block announced that they're not going to participate back in October. So now the two biggest names in tax filing are no longer offering 
free tax filing through the IRS. And Matt, the truth is those companies have been kind of antagonistic <laughs> towards the free tax filing service. It doesn't make the money. For a while now. Anyway, yeah. And it, it's just kind of um, annoying, frustrating to see that they are abandoning this system that has been great for millions of people. Yeah. And somewhere close to 70% of Americans qualify to file their taxes for free using uh, the different third-party software programs, you know, where they do all the math, they, they, they guide you through the process. Uh, this is through the partnership between the IRS and individual companies. But like we said, TurboTax, H&R Block, they are no longer going to be options. Uh, but we'll link to the Free File Alliance site uh, that lists out participating companies. But a couple of our favorites are uh, Cash App Taxes, which literally it's through the Cash App, but they're doing a great job. Uh, and Tax Slayer as well. Both of those options are offering free federal and state returns. And so as long as your adjusted gross income, like Joel said, is $73,000 or less, you qualify to use that free file software, where essentially you just get to plug your numbers in and the software does all the heavy lifting for you. Yeah. And Cash App Taxes, Matt, is kind of new on the scene this year, but it's actually not new. It, it, oh, it yeah, changes names. Right. It used to be Credit Karma Tax, which we have talked about on the show before. We were big Being, fans of it in the past. Yeah. And now uh, it's, it's changed. It's shifted. It's now under the cash app logo and it, it looks like that is another great way to file your taxes mm -hmm. for free and like who doesn't have the cash app on their phone right like <laughs> almost everybody uses it to send money to friends to split dinner bills or something like that and now you can file your taxes there for free too that's right uh, but here's another thing that we have to note when we're talking about taxes if you make more than that, you can still file, file for free. You just can't use any of the partnering software, right? Instead, you can use the free fillable forms that are available online at IRS Free File. I don't think there, from what I've seen, Matt, that there is any sort of income cap when it comes nope. to the cash app taxes, though. And there's not an income limit for the fillable forms as well. You can yeah. earn anything and you know fill out those fillable forms. It's unfortunate that it's called Free File, right? Because if you earn less than a certain amount, then you, you can use the Free File system, but you can still file your taxes for free yeah. <laughs> if you earn more than that. Uh, it's just slightly more onerous. Like, yeah, exactly. It's not, good, not going through some uh, super nifty software program. Exactly. Yeah. And But here's another thing. Like I talked about how I'm kind of more of a procrastinator, but I probably shouldn't be this year because getting started early is going to make even more sense than it normally does. And that's because if you've been paying attention, the, the, there's a mountain of issues that the IRS is still dealing with. They <laughs> Some stats came out this week, Matt, and they literally admitted that they have one person on staff to answer uh, phone calls for every 16,000 people that calls in. That's so, a, odds are not in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> they're never getting to your phone call, uh, in case you're wondering. So you're never going to be able to talk to a human at the IRS. Don't even try. And as of this year, there are still roughly 8 million returns that the IRS has yet to process. <laughs> so many. From last year. Yeah, they got their work cut out for them. <laughs> so the, the key to avoiding long delays, if you're expecting a tax tax refund and you don't want to wait till 2025 to get it is to file electronically to file early and then to opt for direct deposit if you uh, choose a different direction on any of those fronts you're probably going to be waiting quite a bit longer yeah file early and often <laughs> <laughs> luckily this is something we only have to do once a year uh, but <laughs> it's not like investing where you want to invest early and often. yeah you don't have to dollar cost average your taxes <laughs> yeah. man let's talk about working from home uh because so everyone knows that the number of people working from home has skyrocketed right that's like a no duh yeah. thing at this point so but i didn't know by how much uh like on a recent 60 minutes appearance the chief economist for linkedin this is karen kimbrough said that prior to the pandemic it was just one in 67 
jobs that were remote. Now it's one in seven, which is just an epic shift. Uh, and then piling onto that, uh, Airbnb, they, they said this week that they used to find the bulk of their employees in the San Francisco Bay Area, but not anymore. Now they say that every three and four hires they make are folks who are working from someplace else. It's just crazy to think about how quickly this pivot has happened. But at the same time, when it comes to Airbnb, I feel like this is quite on brand for them. It's just like, <laughs> oh, you don't need to come in. Uh, you don't need to be in a certain location. Just travel the world. Oh, you're working from an igloo today? That's great. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Why don't you use our Airbnb credits that, that you get every month? Which, that would be a pretty sweet perk. I don't, I'm sure I don't know they if they actually... That. Do you think they do that? Oh, yeah. Airbnb dollars. What if they? What if you only were paid in Airbnb dollars? I'd be like, no, oh, sorry. No, yeah. I, I need actual. I also have to buy food. <laughs> I need actual <laughs> money. Can't survive on travel alone. No, but I'm sure they get some sort of. Most employees or all employees get some sort of. There's got to be some sort free of free Airbnb credits. I I gotta imagine that exists. But yeah, that is interesting to see. And yeah, one in sixty-seven to one in seven. That's a massive shift. A massive shift that we've seen in just a really short period of time, uh, and and since a huge chunk of folks are, are still out there looking for a new job, there were like I think it's thirty nine percent according to a, a new survey from Fidelity. The great thing is you probably won't have to move if you don't want to. Yeah. And for the longest time in human history, or uh, you had to move so, where the opportunity was. Yeah. There's a one in seven chance now that you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can stay put wherever you want to be and still get a great job. And yeah, the, the fact that there are more jobs than folks looking for jobs is resulting in higher wages for a ton of folks. So win-win. Yeah. Work and from home and get paid more. That's the way to do it. And my, my guess, Matt, is that we can expect even more labor market turmoil in the years ahead. Yeah. And this labor market continues to be good for savvy folks who are out there like taking advantage of the opportunities that are happening in the market. That's right. Uh, new inflation numbers, they were released this week. They're definitely still on the rise, although we might be seeing signs of it slowing down. We'll just have to see. Uh, but the headline inflation number is now at 7% year over year. Uh, this is uh, a couple ticks higher than a month ago. And we've all noticed the impact of inflation on our monthly budgets. Uh, although, you know, it has affected uh, us all to varying degrees. Uh, but if you've purchased a car recently, for instance, you've definitely felt the impact in a, a much bigger way. I'm sure there was some legitimate sticker shock going on. But we wanted to mention some of the potential inflation impacts that almost no one else is actually currently talking about right now, uh, like higher property taxes on cars uh, as well as homes. Yeah, we're, we're all talking about the price at the pump or the price to buy a car or the how price much of bacon. bacon costs. I mean, that, was, that was us as well. <laughs> or hey, steak. The price of ribeyes and bacon uh, is something we got to keep our finger on. I mean, to be honest, the Joel inflation gauge is, is through the roof because of those two things. But <laughs> Your own personal inflation index is like through the roof. <laughs> exactly. Although, I've, yeah, I've had to tamp down my consumption of those things. But you're right, Matt. Like The things that we're not talking about are higher taxes because of rising values. And so, yeah, if you own a home, the value of that home has been soaring. And so you're like, all right, I'm sitting on more equity. Woohoo. Well, the same thing with your car. You're like, I bought this car for $10,000 and now it's worth 14500 Good thing I don't have to buy a new home or a new car right now. Yeah, yeah exactly. But you still got to pay taxes on that. Exactly, junk. exactly. And so these rising values means rising taxes. And if you live in a state where property taxes are assessed annually based on the value of your home or the value of your car, Matt, we... The state of Georgia changed that just a few years ago, yeah. where you pay kind of a lump sum up front, and that kind of annoyed me until now. <laughs> now, yeah, I'm actually like, oh, it's a good thing that we're not seeing the rate of our vehicles go up. Yeah, and, and lawmakers in certain states have said, hey, we're going to try to like uh, roll back valuations and 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 make uh, the tax assessments based on values from a couple of years ago. We'll see if that actually happens. But just a heads up to all of our listeners: if you are paying like an annual tax on your car or home. 
you're, uh, you need to be prepared for the likelihood of a higher tax bill this year. Yeah, that's right. Everything truly is costing more than it used to. Joel, we've got a few additional stories we're going to get to right after the break, including uh, we're going to talk a little bit about buy now, pay later and uh, its impact on your credit score. And so we'll get to all of that right after this. I think there are a lot of folks who start small businesses and they're surprised at the amount of behind the scenes, the admin type work that they're not all that thrilled about. Getting your books together with uh, with some final figures so that you can file your corporate taxes, for instance. That's something we've been in the middle of. But it can really gum up the gears, potentially keeping you from doing the work you love. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,000. 25 and 1. That's right. Yeah, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. There's a lot of power in the simplification of having all that information in one place. Helps you make better decisions. That's right. And right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash howtomoney. That's netsuite.com slash howtomoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash howtomoney. So we've mentioned on the show how we've got a Dominican trip coming up. We're going to celebrate, Joel, you and Emily. You're both turning 40 this year, so we're doing it up right. And a lot of listeners, they might have trips of their own planned. And sometimes those vacations can get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? Yeah, that's right. Why let it sit empty when it can be earning extra income on your behalf? It's a smart and practical thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you have some extra space in your home. Maybe you have a whole house to host. Or maybe you're going on vacation and your home is just going to be sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you've got two options. You can either let it just sit there empty, or you can do some optimizing and make some money off of it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home, it might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A big part of being a responsible adult is taking care of the things you care about. For instance, my bike that I ride in to work on. I keep the tires pumped. I keep the chain greased. Gone are the days of leaving your bike out in the rain for weeks at a time, like a kid. (laughs) Simply put, the things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. And making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash howtomoney for 10% off plus free document shipping. As the primary breadwinner for our family, I've taken the steps to ensure that Kate and the kids that they're going to be taken care of if something terrible happens to me. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs. Their simple step-by-step process guides you from start to finish with ease. So get the peace of mind you deserve by creating your estate plan with Trust and Will. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. And now a word from the show's sponsors at Betterment. 
Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal. Rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. All right, Matt, we got more stories to get to on this Friday flight. And, of course, we have to get to our ludicrous headline of the week. Mm -hmm. And this one comes from CNBC. And it reads, crypto scams are the top threat to investors by far. This article, Matt, was uh, based on data from the North American Securities Administrators Association. Uh, the, the good old NASA. Uh. <laughs> it's like a different form of NASA. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not the one sending rockets <laughs> into space. Although, I don't think NASA does that anymore. Anyway, that's yeah. uh, left to the billionaire titans like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. There you go. Uh, but basically, they found that losses from crypto crimes have risen 79% year over year. So, a lot of more people are getting swindled in the crypto space. Mm -hmm. And the question might be, well, Why? The answer is that's where the easy money is. There have been so many articles detailing the rise of crypto millionaires. Uh, the guy that put 10,000 bucks in Do Dogecoin and now look at how much money he has. Uh, well, and it's led to just millions of wannabe copycats who are hoping to get rich quickly using their money in an incredibly risky way in the crypto space, hoping to get rich on the latest token that gets released. But basically, it's been a losing game for a lot of those folks. And yeah, those stories don't tend to make the newspapers <laughs> the people who right. uh, lose $20,000 or $30,000. And so, yeah, everyday folks are getting burned in the crypto space. And these stats are interesting, Matt, because they're really proving out something that we have talked about on the show that, that we've been uh, fearful of for people who are gangbusters ready to, to get into crypto all out. That's right. Yeah. And, and like you said, this goes to, to show how the scammers, they're always going to chase the money, right? Like that's all they care about. If you're in the scamming, industry <laughs> or their business like there's no service <laughs> there's no sort of higher standard you are just chasing the money and so traditionally you see older generations getting scammed or if you if there's like a natural disaster the different funds get set up right and folks are pouring money in to support those people the scammers will show up there as well but of course with all the money pouring into cryptocurrencies all these scammers want a piece of that action uh, and they're preying on FOMO right yeah. because you've got all of these crypto investors they're not seeing the type of returns that we saw last year when everybody was flush with cash. And so they're looking to some of the different ways where they can uh, see a quick return on their money. And that's when they do get scanned. But like you mentioned, you know, we don't typically hear about those different sob stories. Although one story that did make the newspapers this week on that front is the lawsuit against Kim Kardashian, some other high profile athletes that uh, alleges that they were part of, you know, one of these crypto scams, although in a kind of a different way. But uh, KK, she posted on Instagram to Th her. Thanks for calling her that. I appreciate that. <laughs> she uh, she posted to all of her followers about the specific crypto coin. We actually mentioned it when that was in the, the headlines like a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, she mentioned the specific. We, we told you then this is a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Uh, so hopefully you listened to us and you didn't uh, weren't one of her followers. But of course, that coin obviously became super popular, driving up the price. And the lawsuit alleges that a few people, uh, the folks generating this buzz in particular, 
they got incredibly rich by dumping their stake as prices were at these you know moon levels. And so what's happening with that coin now? Well, you can probably guess it's lost 97% of its value, meaning that a bunch of normal folks who were maybe looking to grow some of their money, they got screwed over. And so we share this because we want to remind you that if you are going to put some money into crypto, make sure that it's only a very small amount. It's, it needs to be an amount of money that you are willing to completely lose uh, and watch out for scams. Watch out for fishy behavior where they're asking for you to do something or, you know, don't click the links. <laughs> like that's the number one thing. If you receive kind of an odd email... Don't click the link to find out more what they're talking about. Go to your browser directly. Go directly to your Coinbase account or whatever accounts you might have and see if what they're saying is legit. It might truly be a year in tax form. So start preparing for the shock of seeing all the transactions that you have to account for <laughs> with your taxes <laughs> this year. Uh, however, even still, uh, I'm going to be going directly to any of my accounts to get any of those year in forms. Don't click the links in the email. Yes, agreed. And just... Be aware, it's a very speculative space still, mm -hmm. and there are new coins being made every single day, and a few people will get rich, and lots of people will lose money. But let's talk about uh, another place where people might lose money, Matt, uh, the buy now, pay later space. There have been a couple of interesting changes since we last talked about this fast-growing way to buy stuff online. It feels like at every turn, <laughs> every online checkout, I'm now given the option to pay across multiple installments instead of paying in full. And that's been great for retailers. People are spending more money because of buy now, pay later. Instead of buying that mattress, $800 mattress all at once, you can pay for it over six months. And it sounds it sounds great as an individual to not have to pay it all at once without fees or interest. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to mention the CFPB has announced that it's going to do some digging into the buy now, pay later space. And Matt, you and I, we've talked about our reluctance to embrace the companies like Klarna and Afterpay because we think that payment buying is a bad way to go even yeah. when you're removing fees and interest payments. And that's exactly because it's easy to let consumption-based buying get out of control when uh, you're signing up for smaller, more convenient payments. You might take on more payments than you can actually afford. And if you can't afford it up front, uh, but you think you can afford it on payments, ultimately that's going to be bad for your finances. And so, yeah, we would say if that's what it takes to afford that new purchase, you can't actually afford it. That's right. You know, like they're all just looking for different ways to make it easier to buy stuff. If we were coming out with uh, some sort of payment processing system, I guess it, it wouldn't necessarily be a product. I could see it being like a widget, you know, like uh, like so you got the Honey app, you know, like the different extensions uh -huh. on your browser. If How to Money was to create one, I think what it would say is that before like when you would go to click buy, it would be like, are you sure? <laughs> just basically second guessing your ability to pay for this. It's like, are you, are you sure you're willing to trade? And what if you were able to uh, enter in like your hourly wage and then it automatically converted it to like how much time it would cost? Nice. You know, like I like that. Seriously, like what if instead of making it so easy to buy, like you mentioned, like what, like a mattress or something like that. If instead it was almost like a captcha where it slows you down, it bogs you down uh, because that's what we want folks to do. We're, we're OK with folks buying stuff, but we want you to maybe reconsider. Just think twice about it. Yeah. Maybe a couple questions where it's like, do you actually need this? And have you shopped the market to see if this is the lowest price? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an emergency fund set up? Right. <laughs> if not, uh, how much of a priority? Oh my gosh! How annoying this? would that be to people? They would hate us. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we would be the worst. Uh, but that is what we want you thinking, at least in the back of your mind. This isn't something we're actually going to implement. But now that you've heard us say this, hopefully, this is something that you have stored away in your brain. But Joel, so like we're talking about buy now pay later. Uh, there is more news in that space this week. It looks like these installment loans are going to start affecting your credit score in the near future, starting with Equa. 
Equifax. That is set to debut next month. The other two major bureaus have reported similar plans. And so what does this mean to you? Well, if you buy something and you opt to buy now, pay later at checkout and end up not being able to make a payment, it's going to dent your credit score. Uh, it's likely going to hurt you in the same way that a missed credit card payment hurts you now. But again, remember, just because someone will lend you money doesn't mean that you should take it. Just because you qualify at checkout, that doesn't mean that this is the right choice for you. We want you to tread lightly when it comes to these buy now, pay later programs. Yes, and they pretty much everybody qualifies, it seems like, from what I've read. It's not that hard uh, to, to buy that new item of clothing with BNPL. They're not like doing a super extensive search to make sure that you are credit worthy, which is why more and more people, I think, are jumping on the bandwagon. Mm -hmm. By the way, you mentioned credit bureaus and Matt, I think everybody hates credit bureaus at this point in time. Am I wrong? Um, I, I I don't know of anybody who's like attached at the hip. Or nobody has like, nobody an, loves them. It has like an Equifax bumper sticker on their I, car or something I, like that. I will say it's been a while since they've done a big old goof where yeah. they've, you know, accidentally released the information of 25 oh, million Americans. 150 <laughs> <laughs> million, actually. But um, yeah, it, I think everybody hates them. And there's new data from the CFPB, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, that reveals that more than half of the total complaints that they receive every year is about three companies. The credit bureaus. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not about the big banks. I mean, I'll, I'm sure they, they get their fair share. Yeah, they're third, fourth, and fifth. <laughs> <laughs> or fourth, fifth, and sixth. Yeah, yeah. But, but the credit bureaus take the number one spot by a long shot. And to add insult to injury, the bureaus, they used to provide some help to a decent chunk of these complaints. That's kind of what was great about the CFPB, is they would take these complaints, and then these companies would do something about it. Well, not really anymore. They apparently only respond to 2% of all complaints that come their way. And the major three credit bureaus, they need to get their act together. I think the CFPB does too. They're supposed to be the cop on the beat here. They've got to step up their game. But 700,000 complaints and somewhere close to zero responses is unacceptable, especially considering how important credit scores are to our financial lives these days. They're kind of like uh, a central part of getting mm -hmm. loans and living life. And it's frustrating to see that when, that when people have a problem and they go directly to the credit bureau, they get no response. And then they go to the agency that's supposed to be uh, overseeing the credit bureaus and they get no response. Yeah. And so what are consumers supposed to do? I'm not sure, but something's got to give here because it's not okay. Yeah. And friend of the show, Michelle Singletary, we actually had her on back on, uh, that was episode 373 if you wanted to listen back. But she had this article recently in the Washington Post on the credit bureaus as well. And she highlighted the fact that since 2020, if the bureaus suspected that you had hired a third-party debt repair company to get involved and to take care of any errors for you, there's a really good chance that you are not going to hear back at all. And so this only reinforces our recommendation that you never do business with any company that claims that they can fix your credit score. Not only are you going to be out that money, but you're not actually going to see results. So instead, you'll have to go about filing a dispute yourself. You're going to have to DIY it. You're going to have to do it the manual way. Uh, there's no shortcut to, to getting mistakes off of your credit report. Yes. And it's just still appalling that we're dealing with this, that the credit bureaus are so unresponsive and so vengeful toward their customers. And we're not even really their customers, even though we are the ones at their mercy <laughs> to do the right thing. We are the product. Yes. Being sold. It, it's pretty messed up. Uh, all right, Matt, one last thing we got to cover on today's episode is, like, I think like a month or so ago, we mentioned that it's pretty ridiculous that members of Congress can trade individual stocks. And there have been many cases of senators and their spouses enriching themselves, uh, especially during this pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and it's 
it's not okay. And so, yeah, they're, they're making key decisions uh, that impact specific sectors, specific companies, and for them to be able to trade and profit off of that, we think that's awful. And so, uh, interestingly enough, this week, our neighbor and also U.S. Senator John Ossoff, I don't, I don't actually know him. I know he lives right around the corner. He but, lives in the neighborhood over. Yeah, yeah. but... We don't really like hang out or anything, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but he agrees with, uh, after the after this. Now, now maybe we should to. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like now we got to get beers. It's like, hey, buddy, we talked about you. Turns out he agrees with <laughs> us, and he's set to introduce legislation that's going to curb this altogether. Uh, and it turns out that it's not just a, a Democrat versus Republican thing. No, like, yeah, this has bipartisan support. This is across the board because we've seen Republicans and Democrats uh, behaving poorly, behaving suspiciously when it comes to the different trades they've made. But right before certain, like you said, certain sectors or even certain specific companies. Companies have seen their stocks either you know plummet or skyrocket. Yeah, and to see that people on both sides of the aisle are concerned about this is is heartening. And I just share a quote really quick from John Ossoff. He said, "I'm an advocate for banning stock trading by members of Congress who make policy, who have access to information and economic forecasting." Wow. Thank you. Thank you for putting it so plainly. And And not only Congress members, but their families as well. Families and partners, because, I mean, what good is it going to do if a Congress member, uh, they can't do the trades, but their partner can. Well, and that's the Uh, common excuse that gets used. It's like, oh, those are are my wife's stocks. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or in Pelosi's case, it was her husband. I mean, you know, they have a massive portfolio and they have large amounts of single stocks and, you know, with individual companies. And so that's something we want to see curbed as well. Yeah. And just to pick on equal sides of the aisle, Kelly Loeffler, former senator of Georgia, very similar situation. So um, we're we're not okay with it. And hopefully we're rooting for this piece of legislation. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll go knock on Senator Ossoff's door and, you know, give him a handshake for this. Drop off a six pack. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. That's going to do it for this episode. We'll put our show notes for this episode up on our website at howtomoney.com, including that link to the IRS free file and the cash app tax filing, among other things that we talked about today. That's right. We hope everyone has a great weekend and we uh, look forward to seeing you back here on Monday. We actually have a great interview for you with Leanne Brown. She is a New York Times bestselling cookbook author. We're going to be talking about food. Looking forward to that conversation. Uh, And so, Joel, that's going to be it, buddy. Until next time. Best friends out. Best friends out. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. 
And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. (laughs) 